got to the whole first floor. I went down the basement and there's plywood in the ceiling. So we're gutting it. So pulling this piece of plywood down, the big crowbar, I pull it down and all of a sudden this ball of fur and bones comes flying towards my face. And I felt like I was in like the matrix or something. Like I was like, like this, like, like dodging this. Keeping it real with Mel. We got Paul and Susan Cadillac from the Cadillac Realty Group in Boston, Massachusetts up north. Yeah. All right. Well, awesome. Thank you. so we're here at uh, Tom Ferry's Sales and Marketing Edge in Norfolk. And I uh, saw you guys. I met you guys like a year and a half ago either. I can't remember if it was Nashville or Dallas at one of the one of the team events. But tell us a little bit about kind of your makeup, your businesses. You guys have multiple businesses. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what that looks like. Uh, you know, what did we're just, I guess, give us a, a high level overview of kind of where you are now, what your structure looks like. Okay. So, so right now we've got, so I started real estate. I'm a real estate broker. We're broker, broker on us. So we'd have kind of a team or a small brokerage. Um, and then we also have a construction company where we're doing client renovations. We're doing custom builds. And then we're also doing, and we're also investing. So purchasing properties, renovating them, or rebuilding them, and reselling them. Okay, so you probably have more than like one staff. We You're, do have more than one staff. Okay. What is that? What does that look like on the on the Robert? So you got Robridge. Yep. Construction company. Yes. Where you're doing? You said new build. So you're building like by the lot, like dirt, dig the whole like the whole deal. The whole thing. And then also somebody just says, "Hey, um, Paul, I need my bathroom. You know, I want a new tub or a new vanity. You could do, you get you know from that all the way to bold." We design build on the construction side, but then it's just those components all tie in in terms of that. Cause there's a lot of real estate agents that don't know about constructions, a lot of construction that don't know about real estate. And so kind of blending those two together gives us a lot more weapons in our arsenal, so to speak, because we can know layouts, you know, Susan knows all the spacing layouts and structure. She doesn't need me to build a house, she can build a house without, you, know, you guys are both licensed builders, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. And sounds so you got the, the construction company, building company on, on one side. Tell me about the brokerage. What does that look like? How yeah. many agents, staff? Yeah, so we've got 11 licensed agents, including myself on the real estate side. We have an admin, we have a um, social media marketing person, and then we also have a videographer on staff. So that's kind of the staff uh, from the real estate side. And on the construction side, we've got you know just a ton of field crew. We've, our guys have been with us for a long time. I don't think they could even count up. Day. You know, we depending on the project, we have different, you know, different crews. And we do everything from, you know, our smallest project is probably like a whole first floor renovation. But uh, most of our projects are going to be a full house reno or a knockdown or rebuild or, you know, something. It's a big, big stuff. Not like, hey, Susan, can you come and give me a quote to paint the bed? Usually not, right. that, right. not that's okay. when we first started out we had those calls right. and we were like yes right yes <laughs> you got a job right. right but we do have a lot of real estate clients who may need something like that so we do have a team of people who do things like that so we do have resources for all of our clients depending on what they need because sometimes we'll have a client who will come to us and say i think i want to build i think i want to remodel or maybe i want to move i don't know so we can kind of take them all that so right now we have a client uh, three years ago, they came to us. They wanted to build. Uh, the numbers weren't quite there. It, it wasn't going to work. Uh, but what we ended up landing on was we sold their house that they were living in. 
they purchased a home that was about 20 years old. And right now, currently, we're in the middle of renovating their whole first floor. Okay. So a lot of times we have clients who, you know, could kind of go through that process as well. So, so it's a one-stop yeah, totally. one shop. Yeah, it's a one-stop shop. That's what we try to be for that. So yeah. build relationships. You're, 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 have, you're, the, you're growing with the clients. Absolutely. The clients have grown with you. Absolutely. 100%. I think it's more of a... Uh, you know, some people say, how do you do these type of things for this? But it's like when you, you have to stay focused on each task at hand, right? So finding them a place then that works for them, you know, not for us in terms of renovating that works for them as the client, you know, suits their needs, what they need to, how they live and so forth. You know, so it's really, you know, Susan's very good about listening to them and peeling back those layers of, of things, you know, finding out what they want. It's like, well, I hate my kitchen. That's a default. Right. Thing. I hate it. Why? Because it's ugly. Right. But what else? You know, my husband and I can't cook in it at the same time. Okay. Now, now stop. Where do you got to keep your spices? Well, I got to go over here. You know, so like digging into those questions is not really thinking about because that ugly kitchen overshadows kind of, if they just want something different, they don't know what. Right. And you got to talk it out. So the, so really like the design part. So it sounds like that's the, that's probably the most important part is, and that's the creative, you know, and making it functional. Come. Not just, I'm just replacing the same stuff and just keeping the same layout. So you're right changing up everything. Yeah, a lot of times we're moving stuff around. And I mean, that is so, like, translates to the real estate as well. Because, you know, as you know, when they're, you're sitting down with a client, I, it's hard to be, I was help therapy sessions. I'm like, we're going to have a therapy session. We're going to find out what you need, you know. Where, and it's like that process of figuring out what does the client need and what is the best way for the client to achieve that? And sometimes it is selling the home they have and buying a new home. Maybe there's something that they want that just doesn't want their car at home. Or maybe the answer is, you're not going to be able to find out in the marketplace what you want. Maybe you just need to renovate. So helping clients through that process of, okay, here here are what the issues are. Here are the ways that they can be solved. And what do we do? Yeah, what's the problem? That's why they call them. And you can, I've seen some of you guys' stuff. You guys are hilarious. Oh, he's hilarious. <laughs> so tell me, I mean, now, and I know, and I thought you were a former, but you said you're still active firefighter. Yeah, I've been for well, almost 15 years now. Yeah. We don't have enough going on, so we're like, yeah, we'll add, we add more things. Yeah. That's what I mean, we do. Yeah. That's probably where my sense of things come in a little differently, you know, because I see really bad things at that job. So you have to uh, deal with things a certain way. So I, you know, a lot of us deal with it, you know, through humor. Yeah. And that obviously translates into what we do day to day. And, uh, you know, the construction and the real estate, it's so emotional for people because they, you know, they buy a house, they save their whole life. It's, it's something they've always wanted, you know, the American dream, and they just don't know what to do with it or they want it to be special and they just can't articulate how. And it's just, it becomes very emotional. Your kids are raised at memory, you know, parents, whatever. So I think that all ties into it because a lot of times if, you know, people start starting go crazy with the renovation for like nobody's dying everything get fixed and then they kind of go okay you know so it's just like looking at the perspective of being you know the reality of it yeah and your and your background as a really dealer with trauma like real life life or death situation right helps you put stuff in perspective like like you said it's it's gonna be okay right when people right. are freaking out because the attic wasn't empty we're like it's gonna be fine yeah. everything's right. just gonna be fine we're gonna right. figure this the out still here. Right. right this is solvable yeah. right and you know and when we do renovations like clients know and expect and watch to see what is paul gonna do in my house that we want to stay video of paul we have paul you know like taking showers fully clothed 
doing all kinds of weird things. The testing bidets with pants on, that was a good thing. Yeah, I mean, it's all PG. Um, you know? yeah. yeah, no, I've, take, I've taken showers fully clothed, but yeah, never read Yeah, I couldn't remember. I never clothes on. All the yeah. purpose, all the purposely. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then I just put it on the internet. I mean, that's what I do. Like, okay, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'm like, Paul's doing something weird. I need to get this. And then everybody else, if I have to see it, everybody else has to see it. That's how I look at it. We actually want an award for one of those. We'd be able to share the ball. Right, exactly. I'm like, if I have to deal with this and watch this, you you guys have to watch this too. <laughs> I look at it like this. Renovations are stressful. Buying house is stressful. It should be an enjoyable process. You know what I mean? Like, this is fun. Right, yeah, yeah. right. So it's stressful because... The decisions you have to make but it should also be fun you know if you're you're saved your whole life to buy this house or renovate or make it what you want get the kitchen you dream whatever it may be like that's the end goal is to get that done so it's like it could be fun along the way you know but i think the way it also becomes fun is the way that we are transparent with clients and try to educate them as we go through that process and so they know the steps that we're doing so that they're clear and not just you know nodding their head like do you want to see what we're saying they're like uh-huh you know they don't. We understand they don't. It's a language they don't speak. They don't understand all the construction lingo, and they shouldn't. You know, so that's a big piece is really making sure they understand what we're doing, what it looks like. You know, and these are things we've learned from when we started the business to now, and you just hope to always strive or do better, look back at what you first did, and you're like, I can't believe we did that on, you know, you can't believe we did that at this job, you know, 10 years ago or whatever. And, you know, you always try to get better at it and improve. And that's where your experience comes in. So obviously you're, you're, understanding of the connections and the relationship and how people are feeling during the transaction has improved since when you first started. So now you've got a whole, you know, hundreds of houses later, yeah. you, you really can, can connect with the consumer, with the client in a, in a, in a different, better way. And I'm sure you could in the beginning. Absolutely. I mean, sure people watch the videos and go, Paul is an idiot. At some point, you go, up, I, I don't, I don't, he bothers me and I bother myself sometimes. Right. So, you know, it happens. You do. Right. So it's like, you know, he's, he's annoying. I don't want to listen to him. Right. So, but I can't I, stop listening. And I, but I wouldn't blame him either if they said that. I'd be like, probably right. You know, it probably was. Uh, but that, you know, they watch and watch, you know, continue to watch and then they'll call me. It could be a year later they call, you know, but people. Yeah. It's like that's the people watching, right? The, the social media, all that stuff. It's like people don't sit on a bench in the city anymore and just watch people walk by and see what they're doing. Now they go online and they look wherever they get out. Whatever. There's an info. Right. Exactly. exactly. It's, a, it's, a, it's a virtual bench now. You know? so, so, yeah, exactly. How'd you guys meet? And tell me, like, what's your life family benefit? Kids, pets, like, what's the... Yep, so we have, we met through a mutual friend, Ashley, just party. Okay. Yes, and that was... We met at that party that night, and then that was I think I called her. Yeah, and we're all the lyrics to destruction at the time. I was not. Okay, she, she was. I was not. Okay. So I met her at that party, and then the next day I called her. My buddy's like, "Dude, don't call her. Wait like six weeks." No, okay. and I was like, "I don't want to do that." Create some blind yeah. demand. Yeah. I was like, "No, I don't want to do that. I want to talk to her." I had a good conversation with, her, so I called her. And I was over else the next night. She made dinner, and she had a dump truck in her driveway. When I pulled up, and I was like. Whose dump truck is that? She's like, it's mine. I was like, huh, that's interesting. I got to find a little about this. You know, come to find out, you know, her grandfather's a builder, her father was building, so kind of in the bloodline there. So it was, oh, you know, so I don't have a choice. He didn't have a choice. No, no, well, it was funny because when he got to the fire department, he, you know, with the schedule, they have one day on, two days off, one day on, four days off. So he said, well, I'm going to take up golf. And I was like, oh, no, no. 
Yeah, I was like, you whipped. Nice all this. I, I had a whole list of hobbies that I was going to try to cut. <laughs> I was going to like, I'll whittle wood. So I had to whittle wood. I'm going to go It's like, yeah, yeah, just all these grand ideas. And then it was like, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, so I kind of, that kind of dragged him in. And that was, you know, that was during the recession. So I was you know, oh, yeah. selling real estate. We had the construction. So the projects we were doing back then, they were not pretty projects. There was nothing we put on Instagram. It was. It's a slam. It was more like toss. You know, <laughs> trust me. And it's like, oh, you know, structural work. So, you know, that's kind of how he got dragged into the business. I'm glad I did, though, because it's very humbling to see people that do that kind of work every single day. Don't complain about it. Do it over and over again. You know, 12 hours a day, digging holes in basements. Do, you know, that is hard work that people don't always understand how much is involved in that. So I try to really, uh, you know, I do more of a management with her now because we have so many jobs, but I show my appreciation to the crews, you know, that work with us because it's not easy work, you know, so. Sure. Yeah, I mean, when you see that finished product, you know, people look at the, you know, they see the TV show and they see the, the pretty house and they just look at the, you know, they, they don't care about the, the roof or the, 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 the insulation, the basement or the waterproofing. Exactly. exactly. That's exactly. the sex. <laughs> I just want to see the kitchen. That right. That's it. And there's a lot more we know. I think we always look at those projects, the ones we might build and sell. And at the end of the day, we look at that house and go, would we move into this house? And the answer is always yes. So we build them as if we would move into that house. That's how, now, I think that's the only way to do it. Yeah, you know, it's like your passion and your love. Yeah, I mean, you know, we sometimes a lot of builders might cut corners, put cheaper things in this and that. We probably are, do the opposite and spend more than we think we were going to spend because there's a certain look Susan has that she wants that house to be. And I'm never against making it that way either. So it's like, well, it just markets back into your, right? So if we do spend extra money on it, it goes out on all these social platforms and people watch and see us and then they might call us for a project. So it's, these are the rates more in business, which kind of just keeps feet. Yeah, absolutely. Tell me, and on the search gears, what's one of the, you know, because it, it, between the real estate and the construction, I know you guys have tons and tons of stories. What's what's a story that comes to mind of, uh, that we're just keeping it real, like a, a story that, you know, that most people don't know, like a crazy scenario story, either on a, like a construction project or on a real estate transaction. Or me, where do you want to start? I mean, we could talk, we could talk about one of our first flip yeah. or Paul is, how is do we, da- I mean, real estate have so many stories, but, yeah. but this one, this one's probably better so, than my so, stories. Uh, so I have been blogging her for a while, but let's do a flip, let's do a flip. She's, I'm more of that guy that jumped off the roof into the pool. I'm like, this is fun. She's like, why would you do that? Don't stupid. Yeah. Right. right. She thinks these things through, you know, so it balance each other well. And that's a, I kept pushing her about doing a flip and she was cautious, cautious. Finally, she, she agreed. So we had found a 2014. Right. So we're coming fresh on okay. the all, recession, all right? Fresh. So I'm like traumatized. Little, yeah, recession, yeah, all traumatized. Yeah. Right. Cause you know, you, you know, after selling, you know, selling real estate for a recession, it's no joke. Uh, so we're coming up that and I'm like, I don't know if we want to do that, but. We 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 went for it. We jumped in. Yeah, we bought a house for one hundred sixty-five thousand. Okay, one sixty-five. I mean, right. Get dirt. Which now is like free. Right. right. <laughs> yes. So. Yes. That's the down payment. So it was an old client of hers. They call old real estate client. I called. Said his mother had lived there. She had passed away. And um, you know they had sell. He wanted to sell the house. So she's like, "Want to look at it?" I said, yes. Yeah. So we looked at it, and it was perfect for a flip. It had plywood floors. It was, you know, she had a lot of cats. So there's. Cats out. Yeah, it was a mess. Yeah. And he was like, nobody's going to walk by us. And we're like, this is perfect. We want to buy it. it smelled like Febreze. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
You can smell it. Right. Yeah. Smell it. So the uh, so we you know we might have said he, he was very patient with us because we were going through the process of learning about getting the loans from the bank and, okay. and and all this kind of stuff, which th- thankfully he was. Uh, so we we got the house, uh, started doing a demo, got to the whole first floor. I went down the basement and there's plywood in the ceiling, so we're gutting it. So pulling this piece of plywood down, the big crowbar, I pull it down, and all of a sudden this ball of fur and bones comes flying towards my face, and I felt like I was in like the Matrix or something. Like I was like, <laughs> like this, like like dodging this, and the smell was so overbearing from that being opened up, and I was like, oh. So come to find out later on, she, I, I think she had over a dozen cats in that house, but you know, the, uh, the, the son who had sold us the house, at reached out. Just random, random I, didn't, I didn't tell him. He's like, Hey, did you happen to find any cats in the house? And I was like, actually, yes, we did. Yes, we did. Like I told my mother that I knew that cat died somewhere in the house. And I was like, thanks for the warning. <laughs> right. You know, after that, right. I, yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So that was yeah. fun. Dead cat stuff in the ceiling. Without- okay. You know, that was a yeah, nice. Oh, on top of the good thought, oh, yeah. I like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that covered it was like, cat. I mean, it was probably good that it did happen because it set the tone for anything to uphold. It's right. like, well, if this it's is what, right, exactly. right. This, the, yeah. the craziest thing, <laughs> right. right? It's like everything else, right? Yeah. What's a competitor? So that was, um, that was always interesting. Did some for another client that they found a snake in the uh trim, which would door off and the snake keep flying out. So, you know, animals need houses too. Yeah, yeah, that's and right. Houses and houses or <laughs> and so now back to like as in Boston, like what is there is a particular part of it? Now it's a you know, huge city. Yeah. What what are the do you serve the entire area? I mean what where would if 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 someone say, Well, what are your the areas that you focus on? Would Paris City or other particular neighborhoods or subdivisions that you guys really kill? Yep. So we're in Burlington Mass, so we're north of Boston. So pretty much I think Reader Boston, that's Boston Metro is pretty okay. much where we're focused, but we're really tipped just about 20 minutes from you know from Boston proper, and that's that's pretty much where we're off. Oh, it's a very desirable town location. It's got a lot of the major highways run through, it's got a tier one hospital in town. So, best by the uh, best, best by the I guess right. Yeah, I, don't the best part, but I, I don't know about the best, I just try to contribute. All right, and, and if someone wanted to either. You know, you said you've got a growing team. Yeah. Oh, and, a, and a booming construction company. It's yeah. all wanted to get in touch with you either to get a construction project done, maybe a room paint a bit warrant, or if they wanted to maybe join your real estate team, yeah. or 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 maybe want to buy a piece of land, want to build a whole house from scratch. Yeah. How would they get in touch with us? So we're on social everywhere at Cadillac Composite. It's Cadillac 2K. It's K A D I L A K. K. It's spelled down. It's spelled wrong. Yeah. On the corner, static wrong. Now the cars get a ride. So we're at Cadillac Homes, at Cadillac Realty Group. So pretty much find us. At Cadillac Homes for the construction, at Cadillac Realty Group for the brokerage. Yeah. If they want to buy or sell a house or you have yeah. invest in real estate. Yep. If they want to do a renovation project. So that's where we teach the agents as well. They come to the houses we're building. So they learn about load bearing walls, things that you can hear these terms as a real estate might not Part of it, you kind of have an idea, but you're not really sure. So we can walk through and be like, now I don't understand this. So we teach all our agents that those pieces of it. So, you know, we want agents want to come join, really, really dive in and learn to get, get a good education. Yeah, our agents are super interested in, and, and basically we have agents who do their own investments that, you know, we, so agents were interested in that kind of things. 
bad. And like you said, just as, you know, just as an agent to have knowledge of construction, it's super bad. So we have a mantra. And you deserve on the whole. And most agents, you know, we know, they just, they don't know much. I mean, about the real right. intrinsic in the house. They just, you know, yeah, sign here. Yeah. It's pretty, right. you know, but so the fact that you're educating your agents on having a true understanding of yeah. the construction side, so that way they can see, you know, they can save their clients some money, potentially maybe a potential disaster. Oh, like, if, yeah. if they, I mean, they're not aged out of what the windows are already, right. you know certain age homes are going to have common issues you have to go through all of that because you know at the buyer a lot of times you can save your buyer the decision of do you like go forward and you know here are the issues you know how do you deal with it or if it to be in this price right okay and still get the home still an opportunity but maybe the price is right exactly it's incredible when you have that knowledge you can spit some of that when you're looking at a property they'd have an instant trust with you. You know, if you're like, yeah. look, you know, yeah. Whole, yeah, right. And that's the whole thing. At the end of the day, it's their best interest, not yours. Like, you're not trying to sell it to them to just get a sale. Right. If you dig in and do that work and really find that house that they want, that's bringing that longevity. You know, you're planting that one seed that they're going to send everybody that they know your way. You'd be like, you have, you know, so many that you have to sue them. You have to sue well, And once they go out with her one time, they're dialed into what she, whatever she tells them. You know, she's like, I would buy this house. I'm, this is probably not a good idea. You know, she gives them the, this is the yeah. information. So you guys, we're back home this is back, back to the relationships. Totally. Back that's to, it, to, that's to creating that, creating trust. And that's how you get like clients and same business. That's it. Want a relationship, not a relationship. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that. Sorry. 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 Relationship. Sorry. Sorry. Relationship. So it's right. Now, so what, last thing, yeah. what would you say to, you know, we, you know, a lot of agents and small business owners, yeah. you know, watch, watch us. And what would you say to that, that agent out there, small business owner, because you guys can talk to both, that is maybe trying to figure this whole thing out and really trying to get their foot in. Like, how would they, what can you say to them to inspire them to, to let them know that it's worth it? Because I'm sure it's what didn't start out yeah. the whole time. But what would you say to them to, to bring it? Well, what's the, what's the one or two things that you might mention to, 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 to say that, that they could be like, I mean, the number one thing I tell agents all the time is, is they, you don't have to be the best. You don't have to be, you know, everything doesn't have to be perfect. It is executing consistently, period. If you execute consistently over and over again, you will naturally improve. Your skills will naturally get better. Um, that that's how to do it. You know, like once you go in, it's still all in. You start out as a rough carpenter and then you get better and better and learn how to finesse, fine tune and fix those little details. Cause there's so much at the beginning you're trying to learn and, and, and it can be overwhelming for people. And it's just kind of, you gotta be focused and stay in your lane. You know, that's a lot of what we do too, is we don't look at what is this builder doing? What is this builder doing? How are they doing? We just do what we think is right and just keep our, our post flying well. on. Right. And that's it. Just stay focused on the client, what they want and. Don't listen to all the noise because there's a lot of it. And it can be very distracting, you know, and, uh, it, you know, just do the best you can. Like, don't half-ass it. That's part of it. That's probably it. Yeah. Just don't half-ass it. Just be all in for it. You know, like Michael Jordan didn't just go out and start, you know, shooting threes and not practicing at all, right? Practice consistently. Even after they lost that time, 
people the next day. They yeah, go home. They went to the court practice. And that's one thing I hear from agents. Why do I have to role play? Why do I have to script practice? Why, you know, why should I do this? But that when you hear, when, you, when I asked them, do you think, why did you practice? That well, of course he did. Oh, he wasn't too, he didn't do the Just show up. Right. right, right. So if he has to practice, we all need to practice. Right? And do you want your, your surgeon showing up? You want your dentist back right. here? I haven't pulled teeth in a few months. So he's wrong too. Right. You, you, yeah, right. my license got revoked. I should be getting it back to see time now. Right. Good. Yeah. I still don't, remember don't, that. don't practice on your body. It's like riding a bike. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, all right. At I'm my right. realty group, Calic Home. Yeah. Paul, Susan, I appreciate you guys coming. Yeah, thank, thank you. Are you sure to talk? Three Saturday. All right. Big it up. Big it up. Yeah. Damn it, my